We are already in April of this year, and it's the start of Financial Literacy Month. So I'm going to talk about that and becoming financially strong. Stay tuned. Yes, you are here. Bienvenida to the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a mixed language podcast hosted by me, Jen Hemphill, to help you become the reign of your money and love your dinero more. If you are needing some inspiration and encouragement at this very moment, you have come to the right place. Gracias por compartir este tiempo conmigo. Now let's jump in to today's dose of money confidence. Hola, ¿qué tal? I cannot believe it's already April. It's been a year into this pandemic, and it's really crazy to think that a year has passed and it's not over. <laughs> this is Jen Hempel, and today it's just going to be just you and me. Now, if you have joined us for the past several weeks, if you've been listening to this podcast for the past month or so, you've been hearing me speak about my event, Financially Strong Latina. Now, today, April 1st, this is no April Fool's joke. If you are listening to this episode on the date it is released, that is April 1st, today marks the last session of Financially Strong Latina. So I wanted to remind you that if you haven't signed up or registered, go for it. It's free to the public, thanks to the support of AARP, who is our exclusive sponsor. You can grab your seat, even if it's the last session, at financiallystronglatina.com. Now, by grabbing your seat now, even though it's the last session, you get access to all three sessions. Just FYI. Now, today we are going to be talking about Financial Literacy Month. April is the month where we celebrate, if you will, where we highlight, where we give focus to, where we pay attention to Financial Literacy Month. It's a whole month dedicated to financial literacy, and it actually started as Youth Financial Literacy Day. And eventually, years later, it got passed by Congress to be Financial Literacy Month in 2005, but it wasn't proclaimed until years later. So I wanted to talk about Financial Literacy Month and how to be financially strong because over the past month or so, you've heard me talk about Financially Strong Latina, and chances are you have joined us because we've had such a great response. So being a Financially Strong Latina, being financially strong is connected to financial literacy. You'll see that this month I have a special series focused on financial literacy, but a lo Latino. What do I mean by that? Of course, this podcast, Hardly Neto Matters, is really created with the Latina in mind, the U.S. Latina, the one that was either born in the U.S. or has been in the United States for a long time and is adapted to the culture in the U.S., and even though Herdinero Matters, the focus is the U.S. Latina, Financially Strong Latina wanted to create a more specific focus, and the focus being on becoming financially strong. Because as you and I know, Latinas are the ones that 
run the household, the ones that manage those household finances. And it's important for us to be financially strong. It's important for us to have control over our finances so we can make better decisions and manage those finances better. So that's why I wanted to bring this event that is free, Financially Strong Latina, focused on helping you some tips and tricks on how to be financially strong or how to become financially stronger, which again is all related to Financial Literacy Month, because you need to understand your finances and be financially literate to be financially strong. That's a part of it. Now, what does it mean to be financially strong? I know in the event, if you were there, which I hope you were, if you weren't, definitely sign up. But if you've been there, you've heard me ask our speakers what their definition of financially strong is. You've heard me ask you in the pop-up group, how do you define being financially strong? I defined it simply to be having clarity on your current financial situation, as well as being financially stable and having the confidence in making financial decisions and feeling content, feeling at peace with your financial situation. So that's how I have defined it because financially strong, let's just face it, it's not in the dictionary, right? (laughs) So that has been my definition, having clarity, being financially stable, having confidence to make those financial decisions and feeling content, feeling at peace, feeling at ease with your financial situation. Of course, financially strong can mean different things to different people. And I'm going to share with you several definitions from some of our participants in Financially Strong Latina who shared in the pop-up group that we have for the event. Tanya shares that for her, it's being well-informed about her financial options, having realistic financial goals, being disciplined about planning and sticking to a budget, and having good credit. So for her, all of that is being a part of Financially Strong. For Christine, it means being able to pay the expenses for herself and her family today, but also being able to save and plan for the future. So notice some of the themes here. The theme so far has been well-informed, being disciplined, credit, just having the power, the control to do things. Yvonne shares that for her is having the knowledge and tools to make her present, future, and legacy financially secure. I love that. Ellie shared that for her, it means having the knowledge to be able to pay down debt, build up savings and invest wisely for retirement and passing on the knowledge to the next generation. And notice those were two that had the component of leaving that legacy, which I think as Latinos have some of us living in multi-generational households, or even if we don't have multi-generational households, we are in some way either providing, supporting family members, whether financially or otherwise. So the our next generation is definitely living that legacy is important. I know Carmen shares having to self-discipline. So that for her is a part of being financially strong. 
And another one is knowing that they're on the right path for retirement and having a solid backup for emergencies. Jocelyn shares how to better invest to grow her money, gain confidence and efficiencies. And another one I thought that was really good is, and you'll see why I'm sharing this. Safia shared financially strong means being financially literate. You don't know what you don't know. So it's in our best interest to learn as much as we can so we can all be financially literate, right? Another one is, again, having a good credit score, retirement funds, being debt-free, having savings. So notice that these are very specific. And my definition was general on purpose because I was trying to define financially strong for you. But it can be very specific. Another one, Maya shares that for her, it means financial independence and financial visibility. And I asked her, what is your definition of financial visibility? And basically it's having credit because to her, a person is financially invisible. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. When they don't have credit or have a low credit score, which makes it difficult to be approved for an apartment, approved for a loan, and so forth. Before we continue, I have a quick message for you. Herdinetto Matters is supported by First Republic Bank. Whether your goal this year is to buy a home, start a family, or start a business, First Republic is prepared to support your financial goals with extraordinary service. From day one, your dedicated First Republic banker will be in your corner. Focus on understanding you and your needs. Together, you'll design the financial solution that best fits your personal and professional goals. And as your needs evolve, you can always call or message your dedicated banker directly from their mobile app for anything that comes up along the way. Learn more at firstrepublic.com. That's firstrepublic.com. Member FDIC equal housing lender. I wanted to share those meanings of what it means to be financially strong. So I want you to think about what does that mean to you? What does financially strong mean for you? It doesn't have to be what you've heard already. It could be something different, could be a combination of those things. But I want you to define what that means for you. Because in order to become financially strong, You need to know what financially strong means to you. So you need to understand what that is for you. And of course, how you become financially strong doesn't look the same for everyone. Again, you want to allow your definition of what financially strong means to you. Pick the direction of what you will do. If financially strong entails making sure you're financially secure in terms of saving and retirement, then how you become financially strong is making sure you have a plan in place for savings, a plan in place for retirement. So you need to understand what that definition means because some of the things maybe you have already mastered. 
And so you're already financially strong. Maybe you just need to become financially stronger because it's about being financially strong and also about being financially stronger. And becoming financially strong is simply picking an area in your financial life that needs a little love and just you want to dedicate some time to improve upon that. Okay. And how do you stay financially strong? How do you maintain financial fitness? Or it's think about exercising a muscle. When you lift some weights, for example, you become stronger. And when you stop, your muscles weaken. It's as simple as that. Think about when you exercise those muscles to save, to invest, to improve your credit score, to talk to your children and leave a legacy in terms, talk to your children about financial education, whatever that is. When you exercise those muscles, you're becoming financially stronger and you're maintaining that strength. But when you stop, the muscles weakens. And sometimes life happens where it prevents you or it impedes or it makes it challenging for you to exercise those muscles, right? And you want to give yourself that grace that it's going to happen sometimes. But when those things do happen, you want to identify that one thing. What will be that one thing that will be a non-negotiable, that one thing that will be doable no matter what, that you can exercise, that you can commit to staying consistent should life happen to you? Because we always have to prepare for those things. What is that one thing that you will do to exercise those muscles to stay financially strong? So today we started, we kicked off Financial Literacy Month talking about being financially strong and how to become financially strong, how to also identify what financially strong means to you and how to stay financially strong. We talked about that to kick off Financial Literacy Month. And for the remainder of this month, I definitely have a special series, which I'm excited to bring to you. Again, the series is Financial Literacy a lo Latino, meaning I'm bringing in people from, because of course you and I know that Latinos were not all the same, right? We can be recent immigrants. We can have different documentations. There's all sorts of intricacies and differences within our own Latino community that make managing finances either challenging or more difficult. And so I wanted to bring in different guests that highlight some of our different subgroups within our community. I didn't tackle all of them, but basically you will see next week a second generation Latina where her parents immigrated at a very young age and the challenges or navigating finances as immigrants, right? And how that has impacted her as a second gen Latina. And then we will also have another Latina in, I believe, 
she second gen as well, or she might be first gen because I try to really encompass everybody, but actually she might be second gen. And then another guest who is a DACA recipient. So we'll get to hear from her as well in terms of navigating finances as a DACA recipient. And we also have an immigration lawyer as well for her to share the challenges she has seen amongst Latino immigrants and navigating the finances, what makes it harder for them. And so I wanted to bring that because I want you to, granted, you may already know this about your situation, but you may not know this. I mean, I've been enlightened with the individual that I interviewed that is a DACA recipient. I have learned so much because I know I have privilege. I am one of those Latinas that really was born with privilege in terms of not necessarily financial privilege, but privilege of being an American citizen born overseas. So that and having a father who is American that already knew how to navigate the financial system here in the U.S. I wanted to bring these different individuals so you, like me, can appreciate the different subgroups, if you will, within our community and learn from each other. And I want for you also to connect because some of them will be very relatable to you as an individual. So I wanted to bring that because I wanted to bring to light that as Latinos on Financial Literacy Month, that we have to navigate these waters differently depending on what Latino individual we're talking to because we can't treat it all the same. So that's the whole point for this financial literacy series that I have coming for you. And today was just kicking it off, talking about being financially strong since today marks the last session of Financially Strong Latina. But it may be the last session of Financially Strong Latina. Of course, that does not mean it's too late for you. If you have not registered, I would absolutely love for you to join us Tonight, if you're listening to this, the day it's released, because it's free, you're going to be blown away with we have brought you. You can register at financiallystronglatina.com. And just by registering, if you register by today, (laughs) you'll get access to all three sessions if you've missed the other two. Again, that is financiallystronglatina.com. Next week on the podcast, we will meet Soledad, who shares her financial experiences as a second-generation Latina and as part of that special series that I mentioned already that I have put together for Financial Literacy Month that is all of April. So I'm focused, fully focused on that all of April. That is it. Eso es todo. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to tune into the show. Be sure to check out the show notes at jenhimpel.com forward slash 259 to refer to what we talked about in today's show. And remember that being the reina of your money starts simply by claiming it. I believe in you and so should you. If you love this podcast, love this episode, I would love it if you share it with someone you care about and hit the follow button on your app. And with sharing, you never know what exactly that person is going through. And that simple act of sharing can change the direction of their financial life for the better. Bueno, pues, that is everything. Thanks again for joining me. Y nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Chao.